So you guys, about a week ago, I get this super cute box at my door. And I was so happy to see that it was my Sassy Box. Sassy Box is a monthly sex toy subscription box that is delivered to your door discreetly. Now, you guys, when I went to my box and opened it, I was surprised to see all of the amazing things inside of that box. There was lube, condoms, cock rings, oral sex dyes, a flogger for beginners, Ugh, a vibrator for me, candy for when I'm performing oral, and so much more. You guys, Sassy Box is incredible, but what makes them eat even better is the fact that this box is worth $100, but you're only getting it for $39.99 a month. That's it. And it's so much stuff on the inside that you can't beat that. You can't go anywhere, put all of those things together in one box and expect to pay $39.99. No, that's why you gotta go try Sassy Box. Listen, you guys, go follow them on Instagram at Try Sassy Box. Go follow them on Twitter. Go follow them um, through their website. Their website is trysassybox.com. I'm telling you guys, this is a subscription-based service that you don't want to miss. If you are trying to explore in the, in the bedroom, try new things, get your partner more involved, then you have to try Sassy Box. And hey, tell them Jade sent you. All right, on with the show. Welcome to the Passion After Dark podcast. I am your host, Jade. In this episode of Girl Talk with Jade, I sat down with the founder of the Bi Girls Club, Naomi. Um, we had a very good conversation about just everything bisexual from coming out in a relationship, coming out to your family, um, finding a safe community of women and or men to support you throughout this time. We discussed um, 10 things to never act a bisexual. We even talked about some of the misconceptions um, that people have about bisexuality. It was a very um, informative episode and um, I also learned a lot because I am still learning about all of the different types of sexuality and just um, really embracing the opportunities that I have to sit down with people who can teach me things that I just have not been taught. And, you know, it's really great to have someone who is within a community to let you know what it's like being in that community and to answer any questions that you may have. Um, it was fun. It was a great episode. So I hope that you guys enjoy this episode. Check out the show notes to be able to follow um, Naomi on her mission. Follow her on Instagram and on Facebook at the Bi Girls Club. If you think that she is offering a service that you can benefit from, inbox her and tell her that Jade sent you. All right, you guys, please enjoy this show. Do not forget to rate, review, and if you haven't already, please subscribe to my podcast wherever you listen to your favorite podcast at. All right, bye-bye. Let's jump right on in. First of all, let me just say happy International Women's Day. I know. Happy <laughs> Women's Day. Yes. A, one of my favorite months. Yes. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Yes, I'm excited just to do what I want to do today. 
just because right just be just be woman just be a woman today yes embrace it yes in yes. all of its glory um but i'm glad to have you onto the show um i you know i've kind of been watching your page for a while and i was like you know this would be interesting to bring her on and just kind of educate my list my listeners on bisexuality and all that it encompasses because i know that a lot of times um people they have their own preconceived notions of bisexuality and so um i wanted to bring someone on who can kind of clear up all of that crap for us um so of course before we jump into all of that i want you to go ahead and introduce yourself to my audience um tell them who you are and tell us about the bi girls club okay so first i just want to thank you uh for um inviting me on Mm -hmm. as a guest on your show i really definitely appreciate i've been checking you out and i just love what you're doing i love women who are just um open and just freely about their sexuality and just um appreciated and then also trying to break the stigma too in that situation so i definitely appreciate all the work that you do oh thank Uh, you (laughs) you're welcome Uh, my name is naomi and i am one of the creators for the bi girls club and um basically i wanted to start a non-judgmental space for women Mm -hmm. um who identify either bisexual pansexual even bi curious okay um just a safe space for them to be able to um celebrate themselves because a lot of times in the LGBT community, um, the bisexual community, we are kind of like the redheaded stepchild. Yeah, um, I've been reading that. So, <laughs> so um, we, we, we get it from both sides. We get it from the community and we get it from the hetero. So we're kind of just like in this stuck in limbo position that I wanted to kind of take us out of. Okay. And um, so that's why the Bi Girl Club was um, created, um, just to celebrate the sexuality, to to break the stigma behind being a bisexual and, and just having women be able to find a tribe that mm. they can relate to because we're kind of missing that piece in the right. LGBT community. Right. Um, they have everything for, you know, lesbian, gays, transsexuals. You find so much support, but we're kind of left out in that in that area right. um, in the community. So um, and then we also like to, to um, you know, in the past, I've done different events. For bisexual women so that's another aspect is actually taking it off of social media mm. so that way women can also um just have fun and and, and celebrate each other um with other like-minded women so that's gotcha. pretty much what the space is about okay um for the bi girl club awesome awesome why do you think it's um why do you think you guys are not accepted as much because i've been um of course before i started the doing the show format for this particular episode i did a lot of research And I came across that a lot. I came across different articles that sort of Mm -hmm. excludes you guys, although the B in the LGBT, you know, stands for that. (laughs) Um, And it's the third letter. It's like, you don't, you wouldn't think. (laughs) But it seems like people are in a way, and this is to not disrespect anybody, but almost intimidated by the freedom of bisexuals. Um, And correct me if I'm wrong, but it's kind of like, you know, 
you have the freedom to choose to be a lesbian or to be gay or to be mm-hmm. queer and anything like that. So why don't we have that freedom to be, uh, to be bisexual? Um, and mm-hmm. from what I've read, it just seems like people think you guys are selfish. People think that you're greedy. You're all of these oh, different yes. things. And it's oh, just like, yes. wow, why do you think that that is? Um, I just really think it's from one, we live in a society where being just mono is mm-hmm. just the way to be so mm-hmm. it's either one or the other in our society right and I think it kind of makes people afraid to know that there are people out there that actually just like freely can love someone regardless of their gender right. or regardless of their sexuality I think it kind of freaks people out to think like oh my goodness you really just like can just love anybody yeah um so the society we we have is just groomed towards just you either one way or the other you can only love one person in this way so i feel that is just really a main part of why it's so hard for um someone being bisexual because it's just the way that we were brought up in in society it's yes. hard to for people to fathom that there's that someone can actually be and be, be like and sexually be attracted to more right. than one sex right um, so I feel that has a lot to do with why we have a struggle with that right well so we've already began um the conversation but I do have an icebreaker I love to um okay. do these icebreakers on my show and this particular one is rapid fire like sex questions um so right. you know I'm gonna ask them answer them as quickly as you can and I'm going to go to the next one okay okay all right here we go so number one what's your dirtiest sexual fantasy I want to be like orchestra of like a really hot sex party Mm. and I just want to be able to see other people enjoy themselves in that way oh I like that (laughs) (laughs) where's the weirdest place you've had sex Ah, uh, the weirdest place. Um, goodness, I would have to say probably in a car in a place that had a lot of people, but mm-hmm. they didn't see what we were doing. Mm. But there was a whole lot of people, a, a whole lot of things going around. But we were we were kind of like in that moment. <laughs> got you, got you. What's your favorite part of a person's body? Um. I love a person's lips. I love mm-hmm. lips because I'm a kisser. Mm-hmm. So that that's a that's a big turn on. Okay. <laughs> Have you ever had <laughs> anal sex? Yes, actually, um, very recently, actually, but I, it was something I I really enjoyed. Mm, I love anal sex too. <laughs> yeah, no, I was surprised. I was like, oh, is this what I've been missing? Yes, yes. <laughs> um, okay. Where on your body is your favorite place to be touched? Okay, my favorite part to be touched, I would have to say my back. Mm. My lower back, just like traces, like, you know, like kisses and things like that. I love that. Yes, yes. When was the last time you had a nasty dream? Oh, um, <laughs> I would have to say probably like a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> okay. It would probably be when I had a very dirty dream. Um, <laughs> It, it was it was pretty spicy. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I want to ask for details. Do you mind sharing? 
No, no. Oh, um, tell so, us, tell us. Um, I have, I lose, usually a lot of my fantasies involve um, like a, a, a celebrity female that I have uh, like a, a crush on or something okay. like that. I don't know why, but um, <laughs> but I, I do have a major crush on Rihanna. <laughs> okay, a lot of people do. <laughs> I do. I, I just saw... Um, um, Demi, um, she was on Ellen's show, right? And she uh-huh. was just professing, like, oh, I really just would love to make out with Rihanna. And I was like, <laughs> I think everybody, everybody. in the world <laughs> feels that way about Rihanna. She's just, she's just not sexy, though. She's, um, she's beautiful. And then she's also cannabis friendly, and I am too. Mm-hmm. So that also just um, made the dream a lot more. It was like really, I, it was really explicit. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm pretty sure that a lot of my listeners can um, say that they've had dreams about Rihanna. She definitely yeah. just gives off that just, yeah, I don't know, yeah. something about her that in her eyes, her lips, her skin, just, she has this yeah. mysterious, you know, yeah. aura about her, but she's yes. just like, she's, yeah, she's, she's, she's <laughs> like, wondering, she's a baddie because she's taking care of business, you know, she's like, uh, She's just, she's a baddie all the way around. Yeah, she is. All right, the next question. What's your favorite position? I would have to say um, doggy style with a very super arch, arch back. Mm-hmm. You have to, like, really get that back. Like, back. push it in. Like, it might be sore later, <laughs> but right. get in that position. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> have you ever been caught having sex? I have. Yes, um, a couple of times, actually. Really? <laughs> yes. Oh. Um, just, you know, when you do, when you, when you go places and that you're not supposed to, that's always that, mm-hmm. that, that possibility that you can and sometimes you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it kind of adds more thrill to what you're doing, the possibility of like, oh, crap, we could definitely get caught up in this one. Um, yes. And it just makes yes. it more exciting. All right. Well, the last question is, do you watch porn? And if so, what is your favorite category? I do. Um, I'm actually been really into like the hentai, uh, mm. the anime. Yeah, okay. I, I've been going into that genre a lot lately. It's just okay. really interesting. And then some of their storylines are very interesting too. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's been, you know. I've been hearing that a lot lately. So I listen to like an array of podcasts um, Uh and I have been hearing a lot of like men and women say that they're into that anime, the porn. And so I scroll, of course, I scroll past it and I'm like, um, (laughs) not that I'm afraid to watch it, but I'm just Uh like, do I want to like do I want to go down this yes because I I know you know once you start exploring something different it's new and you find yourself being aroused by something unorthodox I guess then you're Uh you kind of are like oh crap now I'm sucked in (laughs) and now here I go I'm saving anime porn (laughs) on my phone so I can watch it later and you know there's no shade to those who watch it I'm I have just not there yet, um, but I have scrolled past some that looks like, oh, this could be really good. I don't know. Maybe when yeah. I get off the phone with you, I'll um, 
I'll check it out. Just check it out. It's, yeah. It's, it's very interesting. Like I said, the storylines are. And then I have like a very, you know, I'm a very vivid imagination. And just, okay. just you know, seeing things in an animation is just, it's kind of interesting. Okay, awesome. I started, <laughs> I recently got into, well, I, I signed up. And I've known about Erica Les for a long time. She's um, a feminist porn star director, um, well, erotic film director. Um, and I signed up for her um, free trial because she's doing a free trial for um, International Women's Day. And I signed up in her store. What I really saw, I'm not that big on these storylines in porn like I don't want to see the pizza man delivering pizza and then he comes in and he like fucks the yeah. shit out of the woman who gets it yeah. I skip all of that I want to just right. get to just get to the, the point fucking, where, right this is what we're here for that's all I want like I don't really have time for this like right. but her porn the storylines draw you in um they're okay. not they don't look fake you know what I mean? They look like a real erotic, something that you would watch yeah. on Netflix or something. Okay. Um, it's really, really good. And it's, yeah. So I've just started kind of getting into her porn and it's really nice. Although I found myself trying to skip to the fucking, but I was like, you know, no, let me watch this. <laughs> let me try to give it a little bit. Try, let me try this. Um, okay. So. I wanted to sort of get your origin story on when you knew that you were bisexual, Um, because I have a lot of followers who have sort of come out in regards to Mm -hmm. feeling like they were bi. They identified with being heterosexual, but then something changed in um, the way that they feel. And now they're starting to um, identify as bisexual. So I wanted Mm -hmm. to find out when did that... um, you know, show its face for you. Yeah. Um, so I have always been attracted to to girls since okay. I was young. Okay. But I really didn't call myself bisexual until I was like out of high school, like okay. eighteen years old is when I really identified as being bisexual. Okay. And um I had my first girlfriend right out of high school. Mm-hmm. Um and um my how I how my family found out was because we used to write letters to each other and you know of course a letter was was found of and, course <laughs> and that's how and then that's how it was revealed but I, I I always was comfortable with my sexuality and even though I grew okay. up like I grew up in a a, a very religious uh, home and okay. my family is very religious but um, even when I came out I didn't feel any kind of way and I know that's not like how every that's not the same right that's not everyone's story that's right everyone's journey so everyone is is, it's different and and sexuality is fluid as well it's okay to find out later on in life that right you you have you are bisexual right there's no time there's no oh you missed it there's nothing like that that happens you may change again 10 years from now and yeah you may be different from them. um different you may be feeling different than how you are at the moment mm-hmm. you just have to be able to accept yourself and be okay with the changes that uh and evolving that you're going through because that's the that's a beautiful 
that's a beautiful part about life yeah is the fact that you are always growing and changing yes and um it looks different for everyone for everybody so for everybody <laughs> mm for -hmm. everybody and um i have a facebook group for bisexual women okay because i understand that it's not easy uh, for for us as women, as bisexual women, to come out because some are married. Like, mm -hmm. some may be in a relationship mm -hmm. and just finding out, like, oh, my mm -hmm. goodness, I just now realized that, you know, this about myself. And mm -hmm. you may want to have some a tribe or community of people that you can feel comfortable sharing mm. these things with. Um, some people may have more experience so they can be able to help you right. be able to walk this path, this journey that's very new for you to go right. through. Right. So, but yes, definitely um, it, it just uh, celebrates yourself in wh whatever position or wherever you are in your life right now. Right, right. And since you mentioned um, having a tribe, a sisterhood um, of supporters when coming out or even if even if you're not fully out yet, um, I do want to go into one of my followers um, reached out to me and she had a question and it was just um, a coincidence that I was doing this interview with you. Um, and so she wanted to know, she's a married woman. Um, mm -hmm. She's been married for 22 years and she recently discovered that she's no longer heterosexual and that she feels either bicurious or like she's fully bisexual. Um, mm -hmm. She says that her husband knows and he's okay with it. She just doesn't know what to do with that. Um, you know, how does she sort of explore that? How does she let him know that she wants to explore that? So she wanted some um, guidance on what to do in that case. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, you know, I, I kudos to her for um, discovering that and, and then her husband, you know, having that support system is, right. is everything. Yeah, because he could easily have, have been like, what? Yeah, just rejected her <laughs> yeah. or, or just, you know, it could have been a really ugly situation. Yeah. But the fact that he's accepting and he's, um, he's understanding. So first, just communication is so important in this, right. in this situation being able to communicate your feelings to your spouse and explain what's going on right then seeing what is if there's going to be a change or if there needs to be a change in the way the relationship is sometimes it don't mm -hmm. sometimes it, you really just need to be open and honest mm -hmm. and let your spouse know what's going on with you and see okay where's the boundaries and what's allowed or what can be right right to allow you to express yourself in the way right. that, you know is both okay for the both of you right um and then of course you want to find a community or tribe i i feel that's another important piece because this is all new so mm -hmm. they may have resources for you to be mm -hmm. able to our therapists or something yeah exactly yeah. you can find counseling you can find a community just so that way you don't feel alone you feel like right. you have uh, a very good support system right and um and whatever don't you know don't pressure yourself don't feel like you have to do anything mm -hmm. you know just just go with the flow just try to be as authentic about it as possible yeah and um and just i just say maintain communication that's gonna be definitely i agree mm -hmm. and i think that um if they could find sort of a community that will that's not just opening towards the female, but opening towards right. the male, because although he is open to this for her, 
when she actually decides to go and they they agree to explore that and let's just say she decides that she wants to explore that side of her all right, you guys, I'm so sorry to interrupt the show, but I wanted to tell you really quickly about my sponsor, CAAB Customs. CAAB Customs specializes in bold statement apparel and accessories. You can learn more about CAAB Customs on Instagram at CAAB Customs or check out her website at CAABCustoms.com. Now let's get back to the show. This episode is also brought to you by Sassy Box. Sassy Box is a monthly sex toy subscription box that is delivered discreetly to your door. You can find Sassy Box on Instagram at TrySassyBox or go directly to their website at TrySassyBox.com. This is a subscription box that is worth $100, but it's yours for $39.99 a month. It's something you don't want to miss. Now back to the show. What I was saying was, I think that it is important that he's also included in any support or any counseling, because although he is open to, you know, what she shared with him, when it comes down to her being um, exploring that side of her, and if she decides that, hey, I want to explore the side of me solo, he might feel, you know, he might feel some kind of way and that might change how he initially felt in the beginning um so I definitely think that it's important that he is included um yes and on that because it's new for both of them it's right him he doesn't know he may feel you know and it's okay to feel a little jealous because we all have a little that it's just and how you um it's just in how you interpret it and how you explain it really because we all right. feel a little so he's going to need the support too um right to make sure that he's going to be okay with the changes and everything like that definitely right right yeah. speaking of jealousy um how do you deal with that as a let's just say you know you're with a partner male or female um and you guys are getting very serious and you express to them are you open up to them and you tell them that you know I am bisexual um how do you deal with the jealousy issues because I'm pretty sure for let's just say you're with a male partner and he knows that, yeah, you could be physically attracted to this woman and you could easily be like, oh, I don't want to deal with men right now and I want to deal with a woman. Um, mm-hmm. How do you deal with that that jealousy? You know, I try to, um, you try to be as transparent as you can um, mm-hmm. with whoever you're being in a relationship with mm-hmm. um, and trying to explain. I try to explain that my feelings for whoever I'm with doesn't change or minus Mm -hmm. what I may have just because I may have feelings for a woman or I may want to be involved with a woman. So I try to just explain, you know, the love would never change, you know, the feelings that I have, whatever you bring to me is why I am with you in the first place. I'm with you because of what you add you add value to my life and this person in their own way could add value to my life and it won't be right there's no competition there's no competition and it's just it's just loving 
transferring of energy to right to, to, to the people it's just that's all it is to me that's how i see it is just transferring energy and sometimes you need like um the reason why i'm bisexual is because of the fact that i like masculine energy but i also enjoy feminine energy ah, and so okay. i need i need those two energies because it's like a balance for me you know right um and so that's how I try to explain it to whoever. It's like, it's just really just the energy that I enjoy from being with someone and when it's right. male or female and just try to explain okay. it that way. Okay. So what is your, or who, well, not who, um, your status <laughs> now, your relationships, are you with a male or are you with a female? Um, right now I am with a male at this moment. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And awesome. So. Knows. He knows. I'm I'm sure. (laughs) Listen, I am sure. So let me ask you, I want I definitely want to touch on the sex topic a bit. Um, What is what would you say you what do you find more enjoyable when it comes to sleeping with a male versus sleeping with a female or equally, you know, you find something enjoyable with both? What what have you discovered? Oh, yes. So, <laughs> um, obviously, when you're with a female, I enjoy it. The differences is, obviously, with women, it's more sensual, more yeah. softer, kind of, mm-hmm. the experience is a lot more softer and right. and fluid, I feel like. Men, you have, I feel, is more dominant. That's how I feel when I'm having um, any sexual experience with a male. I feel yeah. more submissive, so it's more of them being able to take charge in the situation. I like mm-hmm. that that mm-hmm. that differences in the in the two. Where with women, I'm a little bit more dominant, so I feel like okay. I get to play these different roles when I'm with a man or with a, a woman. It's it okay. definitely it's exciting in that way for me. Which do you prefer? Do you prefer to be more dominant? I mean, more dominant when you're with a woman or do you prefer to be more submissive I know that it's you know very different with both but which do you prefer I think I prefer to be more submissive I'm very okay. submissive by nature yeah okay yeah I am too I <laughs> yeah I it because for me when I think about being submissive I think about that's still taking on a bit of control because I am allowing you to have this sort of control over me. It's not like I'm just being submissive because I don't know any better, but no, I'm being submissive by choice. Um, And I am allowing you to. Yes. Um, Yes. And so I, I love that. I'm all about submissive, (laughs) being submissive. I, I enjoy it. I, I enjoy it too. That's the same that's the same feeling that I get about it too. Mm-hmm. It's just it's it's a it's a give and take. You're giving yes. that permission and you're taking that dominance energy. So yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> so I was recently reading an article and I thought it was pretty interesting and I wanted to sort of get an idea of what you thought about this. And it is um, 10 questions you should never ask a bisexual. Um, And I want to, I'm going to read off each question. You tell me, you know, if this is true or not. And then if you have a few questions that you think should be added to this list, um, 
you know, go ahead and add those two. So the first question is, um, how do you know? So this question, um, they said, this is a question that just doesn't need to be asked. Do you agree? I agree. I agree. Yeah. That's, <laughs> how do you know is it's almost like um, asking someone that is a lesbian, well, how do you know you like girls? I don't right. feel like you should ask that to anyone, actually. Right. How do you know? Right. You just with whatever their sexuality is. You know how you know what I really um, connect that with when it comes to monogamous and polygamous, Um, Mm -hmm. because so I'm okay with either. Right. As far as in my personal life, it's very different. But whatever you choose, what you choose. But I tend to find a lot of people who are in these poly relationships are almost feel the need to question those who are in a monogamous relation. Like, well, why are you in that? Like, are you just in that because of what you were brought up to believe? Like, you know, then they try to go down this long thing of what our ancestors were doing or what, you know, when we were brought over and, you know, being colonized, like all of that stuff. And it's just like, no, like I just want one person. Right. And it's okay. (laughs) I I definitely agree. Um, Yeah. Because I am a part of poly community and it's, it's the same. We don't, you don't want people to tell you, oh, you shouldn't be doing that. You should be only loving one person. Right. You don't, we we don't, you're not supposed to let, or you shouldn't tell someone that's in a monogamous, oh, you know, you know, this is not how it's supposed to be. Right. (laughs) Right. Right. Or like, why did you choose? Why are you choosing to be that way? Like, I see that. I see that a lot on um, social media. I follow Mm -hmm. a lot of different types of pages and I see that a lot. And that really bugs the shit out of me. (laughs) Yeah, that it does. Yeah, it it does. Like I have friends who are poly and they don't never I don't I never feel like they're pushing that on me. And that's what I like. Like, I'm not going to push for you to be to be monogamous. Like, do you? Right, right. Okay. Just be okay and be I'm I'm the same way. Like, don't try to turn me or do anything to make me change my thought because this is the way I am. And I'm 35 years old and I'm pretty sure of myself right now. Pretty sure. Listen, (laughs) very sure. sure. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, that actually takes me into the second question on here. And it is, are you sure this isn't just a phase? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure people, you guys probably hate being asked something like that. Oh, that was a really big one, especially when I was okay. younger, because I was younger. So it's like, oh, you're going to grow out of it. Oh, you're mm-hmm. just experimenting. Oh, it's just something <laughs> to do because it's a thing. Like, I got all of that when I was uh, oh, a lot wow. younger. Yes, yes. And it was annoying. Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so don't say that, please. Do not, yes, don't do say not that. Ask that. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. Number three is, are you more into men or women? Is it like a 50-50 split? I feel like I kind of act something similar to this. <laughs> but that's the question. How do you feel about people asking you that? Um, Me personally, I don't mind it because, okay. you know, I know where my, because everyone has, there's a meter and mm-hmm. your buy meter fluctuate and it changes, yes. you know? Yeah. Um. I don't mind it, but I know there's a lot of people who don't, who don't like to be asked that. Like, oh, it doesn't okay. matter where it is. But to me, it's 
it's okay. If you want to know where my meter, where my buy meter is, I will totally tell right. you. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Number four is, are you going to marry a man or a woman? <laughs> <laughs> I hate that I don't question. like that question. <laughs> I, I hate that question because it to me the gender doesn't matter about who I'm going to marry. It's just the person right. and how they treat me is the important thing. I don't right. care about the other stuff. So yeah, that's annoying too. <laughs> yeah, I can I I can see that. That is kind of annoying. that's just like asking a straight person when are you going to get married? <laughs> like shut <laughs> up. <laughs> Exactly. I, I that question I especially when you're in a relationship and they're like oh he hasn't married you yet like you know what <laughs> shut up Ooh, why are you keeping time over here why yes and why are you keeping time on my relate yes <laughs> like, back the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> number five is have you slept with both a man and a woman how could you know you're a you're bi if you haven't oh wow because I swear, they think because you're bisexual, it's sexual. It has to be a mm-hmm. sexual thing. And that's, right. not, that's so not true. There are people yeah. who are asexual who know they're bisexual and they don't have to have any kind of sexual activities to know that they can be attracted to a, to, to the same or opposite sex. So that's irrelevant. Yeah. I feel like that's yeah. so irrelevant. Yeah. <laughs> um, number six is how many individual men and women have you slept with? that's a stupid question too. that's, that's stupid for I, I don't think anyone wants that question you know to be yeah yeah like it's none of your business like right yeah straight or by like that's right. none of your business mm-hmm. uh, excuse me um number seven when was the last time you slept with a man or a woman <laughs> See, this is the thing. This is this is so common. You see how all the questions are sexual questions? Yeah. Because they swear to God, bisexual people are just just hoes and just be sleeping around yeah. with everybody. And that's, and that's go ahead. I'm sorry. And and that's the stigma that I hate. Uh, that is tied to being yeah. a bisexual. Just it's all about sex. Like everything is just sex. yeah. Yeah, when I was doing some research, that's what it was saying when they were, um, you know, referring to buys as greedy. Mm. Um, they kept going back to sex and it was just like, come on now. Like, I know that every type of relationship is not all based around sex. So why would you assume that a bisexual is only being bi so that they can sleep with both men and women? Because like... Come on now. <laughs> it is, it's ridiculous to think, but there are really, there's a lot of people who think that it's just, oh, you you just want to have, you just, like you say, you're just greedy. You, you want to yeah. have all of, all of it to yourself. And it's like so much more than just that, you know? Yeah. But yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. Number eight is how can you be in a relationship when you're attracted to both men and women? Won't you wind up cheating? Hmm. That's a crazy question because that's the mm-hmm. same thing that can be asked to someone who's hetero. Um, that's, yep. <laughs> you're in a relationship with a, a woman, but you see other women, how you know that you're not going to want to go and cheat? Like, that's so stupid. Listen, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. Like, okay. so it can happen just, regardless. <laughs> it can happen regardless. A cheater is yes. a cheater regardless of their, their yep. sexual, you know. 
yep. or gender. And it's, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yes. Number nine. Um, so you're really into an open relationship. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, what's funny about that question is before I, you know, started kind of diving into the different um, sexuality types and stuff like that. I did used to think that bisexuals were just basically people who wanted to be in an open relationship. Um, So, you know, let me know. I I understand how that question can kind of be annoying, but Mm -hmm. what separates that, you know, from bisexuals from being classified as being open? What do you think separates that? Um, So being a bisexual doesn't automatically mean that you want to date both sex at the same time there are right. um bisexual people can be monogamous and there are monogamous people that are bisexual it's right. it's really just a choice of lifestyle that an individual chooses to do it's not the sexuality that makes them choose to be the way if they want to be monogamous or poly or in an open relationship it really is just an individual's decision on how they want right. to live their life to make them decide if that's the choice they want Right, right. Because you can be bi and be with a woman for the rest of your life, but have had experiences with men or know that you are still attracted to men, but you just choose to have this one healthy relationship with a woman. Correct. That is so true. Yeah. I've been, um, like, I've been in a monogamous relationship with a woman for like six years. And so, Mm -hmm. and I was totally, and then, so then, you know, obviously, you know, now I'm I'm in a relationship with a a man. So to some people, it's, I, uh, to the outside world, it's like, you're so confused. Like, how could you be with a woman for this long and then switch up and then, you know, decide that you want, and it was like, I, I go back to it. It's just the way the person treat, treated me that made me want to be with them. It wasn't, I wasn't looking right. at their gender. I was just, this one right. person so, like solely makes me happy. I don't want anybody else. Right, right. <laughs> Regardless of their, right. their sexuality, I just didn't want to be with anybody right. else. And that was my choice, you know? So right. it, it just, it's just, and I think that's what people, I wish people realize is that, um, bisexuality is is really just the connections that we have with people and we just don't mm-hmm. see the ginger in those connections. Right. And that's right. really why I want people to really understand. It's just the connections that we have. We don't right. we connect to both or anyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So number 10 is, aren't you scared you'll never find someone because you are bi? Never. That's the only good. That's the good thing about. Yeah, (laughs) there's always options. There's always going to be options. I don't have anything to worry about about being alone. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, that's awesome. So let me ask you: Is there anything that you would add to this list of things not to ask bisexuals? Um. Or do you feel like that pretty much sums it up? (laughs) Yeah, I think that pretty or the the, or the whole thing. Well, are you know? So you're with. A guy, so that means that you're not into women anymore, or vice versa. So you're uh, so the whole like all of a sudden you're you're that if you're, you're not into this, right? right. Your sexuality's <laughs> changed, so you're hetero or right. lesbian. You're no longer bisexual anymore. It's like I'm right. bi regardless of who I'm with, you know. Right. So that's right. another one that I would add on there. 
<laughs> okay. Okay. Awesome. Well, I really thank you for taking the time to come on here and to enlighten us. Um, let my listeners know where they can find you about your different groups mm-hmm. and um, your social media handles and all that good stuff. Yes. So you can find me on Instagram at the Buy Girls Club. And also on Facebook with the same tagline or my personal page is Imon Dior on Instagram. Mm. <laughs> awesome. Well, Naomi, again, thank you. Um, enjoy your a Women's International Day. Do something pleasurable <laughs> for yourself. Um, and of course, I will see you on Instagram. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for this, uh, You're welcome. For this chat. I really enjoyed it. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs>